Brain Candy Podcast, episode 785. Boy, today is a real humdinger because our beloved Sarah Louise is still convalescing <laughs> after she had her hysteria removed. <laughs> uh, and so I had to like, I had to recruit and welcome to the show. Long-time listener, first-time co-host, Kelly Louise Kinsey. <laughs> hey, Suze. Hey. Hey. I Sorry I had to rope you in, but desperate Anytime. times, I know that it's not like you're not dying for the spotlight over there, but <laughs> you know when you're I'm needed. <laughs> I'm pumped. I'm here. Well, the listeners will be pumped because although I do name you frequently... It's like split between Kelly, shout out to Kelly, and my Les is when I'm referring to you and your wife, Hev. So oh, like people, I've, heard heard I've seen, really. like, have you ever I'm seen deep, like in I'm the in chat? Deep, deep competition. <laughs> well, have you ever seen like on the Facebook group or whatever when people were like, who are these Leses? Like <laughs> icons. Now we've, now we've cracked know. the case. we cracked the case. Anymore. No, she's here. Yeah. Welcome. How does it feel? feels great. It's very strange, though, to hear your voice in your own ears, but... <laughs> yeah, I'm it's excited. unsettling. Okay, mm-hmm. well, I know the Brainiacs are going to be excited, too. And just as a bit of background, um, Kelly and I are... What? What year? 25 years we're on? Sounds right. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. our 25th anniversary... <laughs> After meeting at Lone Star Steakhouse and Saloon, we Job were servers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so they tore down our Lone Star, our local yeah. Lone Star where we met, which is really sad. If it still existed, number one, would you be a customer? Yes. <laughs> Just for old time's sake? Yeah, I want to see what, you know, what they do there now. Is there right, still like, dancing? do they still have Texas Ranch? <laughs> oh yeah, God, okay, drinks, but number yeah. two, if I said to you, hey, Cal, like, what if we worked there, like, one night a week? Would you do it? <laughs> no way. I would. I don't think so. I don't think so. For material or what? Because no. Well, because... You know how that thing happens where life gets harder, in my case at least, like life gets real complicated when you're married and you have kids and you have a full-time job and stuff, and then you start to like romanticize Mm -hmm. your youth. I was like, that was real fun. It was. But then that would require leaving the house after eight (laughs) or seven, and I can't We could put you on lunches. (laughs) Oh, okay. That could be a deal. That could be a deal. Right, because, like, the tips are worse, but at least, you know, you could be in bed by nine. Stories Just are probably think better, about too, it. though. Mm-hmm. What's better? Old, the stories. The customers. Right. You know? You early birds. Early birds special. Mm-hmm. Well, it's an it's a moot point because we don't have a Lone Star anymore, but I wish we did. I was fantasizing about it today in preparation for this episode. I thought I would go back. Wow. Can't go home again, but 
All right. So this is Kelly's first time. So I try to tell her the ropes, not like she isn't familiar with the format, which is there is no format, but I've basically just prepared her for, she's going to have, this is the role of a lifetime because think about Sarah's, (laughs) do you feel like the pressure to be as expressive as our beloved? Um, a little bit, slightly, slightly pressured. (laughs) But hopefully I won't disappoint. Well, hopefully. talk about shoes to fill because, I mean. It's tough. She knows how to react. She does. It's All tough. right. Well, we'll see what you can do. Okay. <laughs> okay. First up on the agenda, I did give Kelly some homework. I told her one thing I knew I was going to be talking about is the documentary from HBO Max, Chowchilla. And she said beforehand that she fulfilled her homework and watched it. <laughs> I wish okay. I didn't, but I would. I did watch it. <laughs> the, the the synopsis is Chowchilla is about what year? Do you remember? No, yeah, nineteen seventy six, because that's the year of my birth, and it happened my like gosh, six years centennial baby. I just gave you my age, but that's fine. Also, <laughs> secrets out. Uh huh. Nineteen seventy six. A bus mm-hmm. full of children was abducted yep and by people with guns it was crazy Mm -hmm. and it's their story and it's not really a spoiler because it's obvious from the very beginning of the film that they survive because they're the ones telling the story i couldn't have probably finished but yes yes Mm -hmm. yeah it's obvious from the beginning that they survive but really it doesn't matter because the the essence of the film is exploring what happened to them and then the effects mm-hmm. and how when things happen to you when you're a kid. Yeah. Cal. Crazy. crazy. Was it crazy, crazy for you or am I just overreacting? No, it was, it was crazy. The whole thing was crazy. And my anxiety, my kidnapping anxiety is through the roof because, you know, I already have that like in general. Do you? I didn't know that. Yeah, because <clears throat> yes, I do. That's probably a whole other conversation, but I am terrified of that. Not just, I mean, myself, for myself, but like for my kids and my kids are new bus Hold riders. It. <laughs> Hold it. So you think you're going to be kidnapped? Um, I think it can, it's possible. I mean, I, more so I'm worried about my kids, but I mean, it, the, it's, it's, um, high. Like I just, cause people are just literally so unhinged. <laughs> that anything could happen at any time. Okay, so you're on alert, is what you're saying. You're High alert in fight or flight every all times at all. Times. Okay, okay. So this was probably a difficult homework assignment for you then. <laughs> okay, wasn't the and, best. Yeah, and so you're you're affected by it because as a viewer, you're thinking number one, what if I sent my kids on the bus right. and then they didn't come home. Mm-hmm. And not just didn't come home, but like without a trace, this entire bus full right. of human beings. 26 kids. That's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And I, every, it just kept getting more shocking to me because who you might expect to take kids, I didn't feel like they fit sort of like the idea of who might do that. No. Then, 
like what happened to them after they were abducted is absolutely wild. Bonkers. It, would mm-hmm. you, I would say they were buried alive essentially, which yeah. is hideous. That's accurate. That's what I would say. All right. I don't want to give away too much, but what do you think about the bus driver, Ed? <laughs> Well, to be honest, I feel like I missed something because I don't know where he was in when they were like under there. Like I, he was like, in I there, they, but they split them into two groups, right? Yeah, they and were like, in two different vans. But pe- they, the kids would, the adults, the kids that are, were now adults in the documentary were referencing him, but not enough so that I felt like he was being like an active participant and like, how the hell are we going to get out of here? You're until- right, Kelly. Right. Because and like in the end- you missed, I think you missed the part where they said he gave up. Right. He was like, I guess we're doomed down here. It's doomed forever. Yeah. That's the part that I missed. I, I know that he started helping once one of the other kids like rallied. But there was like that little tidbit that I was missing. But like I – the whole thing is crazy. On one hand, like it increased my kidnapping anxiety like a hundred times. But on the other hand, in a strange way, I feel like it did teach me something about trauma and like how – I don't want to say how briefly – like this encounter was, but it was like 24, it was a 24 hour situation and it was traumatic and horrific and all of those things. But Mm -hmm. to see the long lasting effects for all of those lives was really profound because it was like a snowball effect sort of from that moment in their lives. Yeah. So, you know, think about the seventies and how far we've come in terms of understanding, not just Mm -hmm. trauma, but the way that trauma can impact a child. But so back then it was just like, everyone was so glad that they didn't die and that it seemed like a happy ending, but that is a real issue with like media narratives. And I even Mm -hmm. talk about this with people from the challenge where, you know, if somebody's struggling with addiction or whatever, like I think people expect that if they were to go to rehab then they come back and it's a happy ending and everything's fine. But a lot of times there's sustained like mental health repercussions that don't look very pretty and aren't tied with a bow. Mm -hmm. And that isn't as an appealing of a story for like media. No, no. And And sometimes they'll just fake it. Right. And I mean... Not just their lives, but their parents' lives, their siblings' lives, their significant others' lives, you know, as they're adults. I mean, that's just really something that you don't think about. Um, at least I didn't think about. In that yeah, way. it was, I just felt, I told my sister I cried through like the second half because I was so moved mm-hmm. by their stories and how affected they were by this terrible thing that happened to them. And then what they did with that, some people, of course, become like advocates and become very vocal. And then other people like withdraw into their pain. And Mm -hmm. it's all just so sad. I even was so excited about this film and how many things that it, it discusses that I added like a bonus meeting for our uh, candy club. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I got to talk about this. Yeah. Because I want to talk about those. What did they do? Did you investigate what those guys are doing now? 
Oh my got god! Left out, of, out of prison. That is the craziest part, Kelly. Oh, I just spoiled for... it. No, no, no. It's Sorry, okay. Okay. <laughs> no, thank you for reminding me that what happens to the kidnappers is crazy too. Mm-hmm. And it really does raise questions about like, what is an adequate right. um, punishment? Yeah. And like what? That's uncomfortable. That's an uncomfortable conversation in my mind because they did a horrible, horrible, horrible thing. Horrible. I, and I, but like uh, they had a life sentence. They just actually the, the they just recently were let out though. So I mean, it's not like they didn't serve a lot of time. They really did. Yeah, but then yeah, it's like this question of like, what is justice? Right. What's fair? Right. And you can totally see both sides. Yeah. Of like leniency, or you know, if it were my freaking kids, I'd be like, you know, merciless. For- Right, forevs. Well, anyway, I loved it. That's my point. It's crazy. I have so many parts of the documentary that I want to talk about with our candy club, so I'm excited for that. Um, I'll tell you what else I'm excited for, Kel, and that is tell me. pair eyewear. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> and here's why. Okay. Tell me. I know that Kelly can relate because... As you know, she's a bicentennial baby. Secrets out. And what happens when you are over 40 mm-hmm. is you become blind as a bat. That's so true. <laughs> and you have to bring in reinforcements. And so I would recommend pair eyewear. Here's what's cool about it. You just do like a digital try-on, virtual try-on, and then you see what you look like in all their frames. Pick the one that looks cutest on you. And then what's fun is they have all these magnetic snap-on um, mm-hmm. toppers. So like you can do, you can be whimsical. You can have like <laughs> holiday stuff. You could just do color and then have like a basic black or, or tortoiseshell frame or whatever. It's so fun. And it's super That's easy. That's on my list. Next That's on what my I'm list. saying. Because mm-hmm. are, are you, so you wear readers or do you have like a, like an official prescription. It's an official prescription, but I'm going back soon. And that's my next stop after I get okay. an updated script. See, we're changing lives over here. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. It's super convenient. You just upload your prescription. No big whoop. Visualize a fantastic new year with Pear Eyewear. Go to PearEyewear.com and use code BRAINCANDY for 15% off your first pair. And support our show by mentioning that Brain Candy sent you... In your post-checkout survey, that's pair, P-A-I-R, eyewear.com, code brain candy. All right, let's move on, shall we? Okay. Next Next on my agenda, I think I had things I was mad about. Okay. Oh, okay. Here's, okay. You may have seen this in the news. There was this guy, all that the title of the article said was that this guy was arrested for opening like the emergency door of the plane and going out on the wing. That's what like the the headline what? said. What? And do you I'm mean? Pic- Kelly, I'm picturing them like in the air. Like yes. he's wing walking. Right. But they were just like on the tarmac, right? So Okay, I don't know. That's still disturbing. <laughs> it is, but like tone it down. I thought he was like the, the evil Knievel up there. Okay. So then I thought, well, that's what kind of a jackass does that? But then I read the article and now I am on his side. 
Basically, <laughs> you're annoyed. Why? Okay, so they were in the plane was in Mexico, and it was one of those deals where you're on the plane, everybody's uh-huh. in there, and then you okay. sit there for three hours like oh, yeah. a doofus, right? Because there's a mechanical Mad. issue or whatever. Yeah, and they do not have air or water, and so no. there, you know how it is. Like the crowd Absolutely. starts to be like. Ugh. And um, he said, hey, do you people want me to take matters into my own hands? And everyone was like, yeah. Yes. Okay. So they like unanimously nominated right. or agreed to this guy opening that door and heading out there. Basically, well, he's like a hero. Well, I'd like to know how he got it open. How did he get it open? That's the crazy part, Kelly. It's real easy. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's really easy? Yeah. Like... It's disturbingly easy to open the door of an airplane. (laughs) Okay, so then he gets arrested. Wait, though, wait, though, wait, though, wait, though. What was the point? Okay, we're going to open it. What did they want him to do? We're pissed. We went out of here. We want water. We want peanuts or whatever the hell. We're going to go out on the wing. Yeah, get us off of here. Okay. Like, they felt like they were in Chowchilla. Okay, so he's going to walk out on the wing and do what? Like, SOS, help, <laughs> rescue. Right, he's like trying to get like the traffic controllers. I mean, I think he was just creating a ruckus that would then force deplanement. Okay. And right. he succeeded because he goes out there, they arrest him, and then they have to take everybody off the plane and put them on a different plane and off they went. Just lickety-split like that? Lickety-split. And then oh they my. all made this petition, like a handwritten one that they all signed. And were like, he's a hero. He shouldn't be a criminal. Okay, good. What do you think about this? I agree. You've you convinced me. Yeah, you feel yes. like he did He did the right thing. Justice. Mm-hmm. Who wants to sit there for hours and hours? Like, let us move. Let us breathe. Like, it's... Yeah. Yes, I, I'm on board with that. I think it's well because okay. here's the thing: whatever the um, mechanical issue was, you know pretty soon after whether it's going to take five minutes to fix or mm-hmm. five hours, not. Right? Yeah. yeah, and so like I feel like they take liberties and they're like, "Well, everyone's on there. Let's just wait it out." Yeah, and that's suffer. insanity. Why are we doing that? Because we're forced to, but I mean, I think everybody should take a page from his book and we, we're just going to start opening doors if shit doesn't like, go our way. Civil disobedience. It's easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, give mm-hmm. us some information or uh, comfort, amenities, that's something actually, if you're going to put us through that. Wouldn't you agree that that's half the issue in those Absolutely. times is this sort of, you, your mind has to fill in the blanks because you don't get any... Right. Details, and then think about it. You're on this plane. Do you really want to take off on that plane that's been sitting there for hours doing maintenance? I don't. <laughs> yeah. Did you fix it? Do you need a test drive? Like flight, test flight, whatever. Like, I yeah. Don't, this seems like a pretty big better. problem. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did Did you see how like um some of the airline you know ticket websites now let you filter for planes that are like Boeing 
I did missing see that. bolt ones. I saw a TikTok about that. Yeah. And what would you think? Like, would you do that? Yeah, I guess I would now since since things are going crazy and just flying off, parts are flying off and doors are opening <laughs> left and right. Yeah, I guess I would. <laughs> left and right, like one. <laughs> but that's all. That's all I need. One. Right. That's enough. It's enough. Trouble's brewing. Yeah. I mean, and they mm-hmm. did have two crashes. Let's uh, not forget. No, it's not great. Okay. I'm, I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> Because at first I was like, this guy. And then I'm like, this guy, hero. No, I thought he was just creating a ruckus, but he he had good reason. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, he was awesome. So I we should start like a... Does he have a jail? Or something. I mean, did they post <laughs> He better cell? be. That is a good question. And so. like, does he need some help? Like a legal fund? Right. The passengers mm-hmm. should um, chip in for whatever because, I mean, they That's true. Them I'm all. sure they will. They seem like they're really so. behind this guy. So okay. <sighs> I debated whether to save this one for Sarah because <laughs> oh, oh. I knew she'd get worked up. Oh, gosh. Okay. But frankly, I'm worked up about it, so I'll, I'll take the lead in that area. Okay. <laughs> there is this new co- business in, I think, New Hampshire. <sighs> Okay, let me preface this by <laughs> let me preface this by saying that I do get chided sometimes for my kink shaming. Okay, yeah. Okay. Sometimes mm-hmm. I can be close-minded and and like mm-hmm. that's weird. Stop being weird. Okay. But I don't care. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> There's a new business in I think New Hampshire that is a Spa designed for people that like wearing diapers. No. uh, (laughs) And, okay. So I was going to go, oh, shit. And then I (laughs) realized what I was going to say. It's so accurate. (laughs) I mean, the the article headline was diaper spa raises a stink. So, I mean, I think this is like ripe for puns. Ripe. Okay. I know. Okay. The diaper, this is for diaper wearers who seek respite, acceptance, and care. And if you are interested in attending the spa, you can request a free 30-minute call with the resident diaper doctor, Doc Murphy, to connect and discuss services and a about a spa-like nursery experience for the little one inside of you providing a warm, safe, and nurturing environment while you indulge in relaxation for $350 My per God. hour. <laughs> Sus. I don't like it. Uh, but this isn't, because it's not just kink, is it? Like, this is a whole, like, behavioral situation, no? It's not like we just wear a diaper and we think that's sexy or something. It's, <laughs> you act like a baby, right? And all that. Like, wah. Right, it's fires. a lifestyle. Right? Or is that not right? (laughs) Okay. I, well, I can't say I know for sure, but I'm almost positive it's a whole thing. Like you act like a baby, like it's like a, you act like a baby, you use pacifiers and you want to be babied, like literally. So (laughs) I, I don't know why that's kink. Do you know what I mean? It seems like I think it's because it's. Wouldn't you say it's generally like 
not all the time. Like they probably have jobs and stuff. But is it sexual? I don't know. Is kink... When I think of kink, I think it's sexual only, not like... I think I was assuming, like, there's no way it's not. It's Freudian, man. Yeah. But maybe you're right. Like, they're like, what? I just want to be friends with other babies. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's... Maybe it's two different things. I don't know. The listeners are going to have to let us know. But, like, I, I feel like it's both. Like act like a baby and there's probably like poop stuff and oh god i don't know it's very layered right there's probably poop stuff <laughs> probably yeah cuz somebody's pizza. changing them oh right mm-hmm. okay no. but even if it is just um i don't know what you'd call it if it's not kink it, um you know something you love just a hobby okay let's call it a hobby even if it's mm-hmm. that i am Anti, one hundred percent. And you too. should ins- take that three hundred fifty dollars an hour and wow. invest in a psychiatrist. Believe? Yes, three hundred fifty dollars an hour. I missed that part. Did you say that before? Oh my god, that's insane. Three hundred fifty dollars at the spa for respite and care in your diaper, and I just feel like you'd be better served heading to a therapist because they <sighs> might be able to figure out what. What you're missing. Why you want that? What need that serves? Absolutely. And I, I can't even fathom spending that amount of money an hour to walk around in a diaper. Well, and, th- and then my mind went to like, I need to open a diaper spa. That is lucrative. <laughs> I mean, wow. Can you, I mean, that's a real decision though. Cause you, can you imagine the clientele? I, I, I don't well, even know what to say you- about it. Let's let's pull at that thread. Can you imagine the clientele? And if so, what percentage of them would you say are men? One hundred percent, exactly nine percent, without a doubt. That's why I'm extra mad because there's no way some ladies in there in a diaper. No, right? She's the changer. I want to meet them. There are these. There needs to be a documentary on this because I want to meet them and I want to ask a lot of questions. Well, you'd be real nice about it. That's the thing. You, you wouldn't be condemning. Well, I mean, if someone can really explain it to me, of course, I, I, I'll be nice about it. But it, I, I just want it to make sense. I just want it to, to like, make sense. And it, there's, I don't understand how it could. Well, that's the thing. Is there any explanation we'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, I get that. Well, cause I you, mean, you can want care and still wear underpants a hundred percent, but that's it. It's so similar to, um, do you know, like, have you heard about like professional huggers? Oh yeah. So it's, same, the it's cuddling. Like similar, right? Mm-hmm. But in this case, I imagine the majority of the clientele to be women. I don't know why. What, what do you think about that? Oh, like, if it's care, oh. you know, I don't right. know that I get though, because like, because you know how it is when, if you happen to be a lady who likes men, you're probably going to end up like, you're not going to get a lot of cuddling no without, hugs. yeah, no, like platonic oh, cuddling. So like, I could see how you'd be like, I just could go for a spoon, like being a spoon. How but fucking the sad. diaper component is next level. Next level. 
Well, yeah, because then now it's, I mean, that's why it reads like kink, I guess, is because I can imagine like they have a mommy issues, right? And they want to be like babied or spanked or whatever <sighs> it is that these men want. I don't know. I don't know what function that serves, but yeah, I guess a hug's a little different. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I'm so mad about it because whenever I get scolded for my shaming, people are just like, hey, if it doesn't hurt yes. anybody, you know, and normally that is my policy. If it doesn't pick my pocket or break my leg, what do I care? Yeah. You know, like live and let live. But there is a line for me and it involves diapers. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? I mean, no. Do you think the people that like a prerequisite to work there is like, you have to be into it? Cause how could you possibly do that job? You have to be a member of the community. I mean, there has to be some type of rule cause otherwise there's no way. Right. No. And like, is it so, you know how like in uh, BDSM there's like a dom and a sub or something uh-huh. like maybe they have that in the diaper community where there's like a diaper wearer and a changer. Does the changer get an outfit? Like, I just am curious. Yeah, what are they wearing? Like, mom And jeans? what are we doing here? Depends or what? Like, pool-up situation? Or, like, who's made... Is it? Or is it, I'm like, pretty sure to... it's, like, adult diapers. Okay. Oh, but those are slip-on. Right. That wouldn't right. That's scratch the itch for them. No. you got to have the full-on, like, newborn Velcro situation or whatever. Tape situation. Yeah. Do people make those? Yeah, oh like God, extra large pampers. Oh my God. I disapprove. I am judgmental about it. Thank you to Millicent the Brainiac who sent that to me, but not really thank you because wow, Millicent, absolutely that is not. A find. <laughs> she For knew. Sure. She sensed it. Oh, I wanted to tell you. This is so funny to me. Um, oh, hold on. Let me write something down. Um, Okay, this is so funny to me. So I watched the We Are the World documentary. Did you see it? It's on Netflix. No. It's like called like The Greatest Night in Pop or something like that uh-huh. about the making of We Are the World. And I love We Are the World so mm-hmm, much. I'm super stoked to watch it. If you love like 70s and 80s music scene, pop music scene, you are going to want to watch it. It sounds great. I would love to. But... I did not know, first of all, that um, Bette Midler was even in We Are the World, even though I've watched the video a million times. Did you? No. Now, when you just said that, I was trying to like right, frame her in the crowd. Uh-uh. No. I thought, oh my God. She didn't have a they solo. Were... Thank you. This have. is my would... gripe. Right. Okay. So I was like, they started mentioning her in the beginning of the thing about how they wanted to get her. And I thought, well, that's a shame they didn't. And then, <laughs> and then there she was. What? And I was like, you mean to tell me they gave Cindy Lauper, no offense. I know you're a fan. I get it though. And a especially solo. That. Yeah. A scream solo, which is Not what it her was. Her screaming. <laughs> right. It wasn't her best vocals. No. And they, maybe Bet said, no, I don't want a solo. I don't know, but she didn't get one. Here's the thing, though. As soon as you say the name of that song, what's the part you think of? Well, like you think of that immediately. 
<laughs> so they really made the right choice, you know? That's the first thing you think of, no? Like the whole That's thing. hilarious. <laughs> Your argument is that, I mean, and you're not wrong, Cindy actually stole the show. Yeah. I mean, maybe not in the best way, but that's what we all, that's what I think about immediately as soon as I hear that. I mean, it was that song. Real barn burner. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I mean, the screamers really were notable. Like her right. and um, even like Bob Dylan's weirdness mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Huey Lewis screamed a little bit, but I mean, he at least can sing properly. But anyway, the point of the story is that I'm like going on this rant with Adam about like, can you believe Cindy Lauper got that hideous solo and mm-hmm. Bette Midler barely even made the video. And he goes, yeah, but like, what's Bette Midler from that? Just that movie? Beaches. Oh my God, Adam. No, <laughs> no, Adam. What did oh, I do? There he is. <laughs> he hears us talking as HIT about him. Talking about Bette Midler. What's the matter with you? For real. (laughs) Adam. Okay, so. Oh, my God. The first words out of my mouth were, wait till I tell tell Kelly. Because that is wild. I was like, do not ever say that in front of any of the gays. Never. What is he talking about? I mean, that is crazy. Beaches It really makes you think about, like, what. Because you just assume certain things are just common knowledge, pop culture stuff. Is it not? Is that a gay thing? Can't be, is it? Well, I think men maybe don't really, like straight men, don't really know about her legacy. Oh my God. That movie. I mean, I like beaches, but like, that's not why she's amazing. But straight men even know about beaches though? I mean, what, um, like... I don't know. This is a real I think they know about question. that song from Beaches, okay. which annoys them probably. Wind Beneath My Wings. Yeah. Wind, be- wind Beneath My Wings. But Whatever. she's a Broadway yes. legend. Yeah. That's really crazy. I would not have expected that from Adam. I know. I know. Mm-mm. I'm sorry I had to tell you about it. But I do have to go back and watch the video now because I have no recollection of her even being present. I get the feeling, even in the documentary, just the footage they had of her there, that she was sort of like, not into it. <laughs> yeah, not into it. That makes sense. That tracks, actually. That like, makes what? sense. It's a lot like, of Gentiles. Out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to choose, though, do you have a favorite solo from We Are the World? Well, favorite in what out. way? I mean, like, Cindy is my favorite because it's so nuts. And by the way, I'm a huge fan. She's like one of my top three people to see. I've seen her like many times. I love her. That's why I said that's not her best, not her best performance. Um, but she's the person that stands out in my memory the most and, and Lionel Richie for some reason. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, he wrote it and he organized the whole thing. So he deserves so much credit. Tell you what else I'm into. And that is my hatch restore. Are you familiar with this? It's like, I guess you would call it like an alarm clock, but it's not really. It's like a simulated sunrise. Right. Where it like illuminates. Yeah. I love that. It's awesome. So it's like, you know how like, I'm one of those people that I never set an alarm because I find them violent. Like I, it's jarring. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I don't even think it's healthy. And so until the hatch came, I wouldn't even said anything. And now problem solved because it's, it's this like thing that's like, looks like a sun, like a half sun, like coming up above the horizon. And it turns on slowly over a half hour period, just like a sunrise. Oh, wow. I didn't realize it was a half hour period. That's nice. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like if I put in, like, I want to get up at seven, it'll mm-hmm. slightly start lighting up at six thirty. Yeah. And then at seven, you can pick like what you want to happen, but we have like sort of like a, like a melodious mm-hmm. whatever that's soothing still, but it's like, Hey, get out of bed. Right. Wake but up. You can pick it like bells or like birds chirping, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And it's so much more natural. And I bet your day just breezes through instead of... right. uh, It sets the tone. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, it teaches your body when it's time to... Because you can do a sleep one too. If you have trouble kind of going to sleep, you can do that too. We just do the wake up in our house, but you can do a nighttime one. And it's like prioritizing rest. And right now... I'm into it. Nighttime Yeah. I think you would love one. Yep. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to give you one today for being on the show. Uh, perfect. Uh, right now, Hatch is offering our listeners $20 off your purchase of a Hatch Restore and free shipping at hatch.co slash brain candy. Visit hatch.co slash brain candy to get $20 off and free shipping. Hatch.co slash brain candy. And if you ever forget our codes, you can just go to the braincandypodcast.com because I try to keep our candy codes updated so you have them because it helps our show so much if you use them. So and helpful. It's so helpful. What a... If once you see it, you will be like, I can't believe they pulled this off because it was like just getting everybody in that room. If you even think about how they all got there at the same time, that would never even happen now. Ever. Well, do you want to know how they did it? Tell me. Okay. Well, (laughs) spoiler alert if you haven't watched it. (laughs) Um, Lionel was hosting the AMAs. And so they knew that all these people were going to be in town. Yeah. And so he hosted the damn thing and then said, come over here at 10 p.m. after the AMAs. The AMAs. So they started recording at 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. and went until 7 in the morning or 8 in the morning. Wow. After amazing. the AMAs. Wow. What a night. D- day. Tip of the Bra- hat. 100% bravo. That's how you have to do it. Absolutely. That was really smart. I mean, saving mm-hmm. people. Saving the world. Mm-hmm. And what a song. But I always talk about how, like, I love MJ, voice of an angel. Otherwise, yeah. I don't like him because he's Problems. clearly a predator. Yeah. But it always annoyed me how, you know how his solo is, like, outstanding? Yeah. Well, he, like, pre-recorded well, he probably, it. and what? Say, he probably did some sort of, like, witchcraft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because I always thought it was just, he's amazing. And then I marry a sound guy and I'm like, can you believe this voice of an angel? And he's like, well, yeah, it is. But like he pre-recorded it and then layered it. So it's like his voice, like three of them, you know how beautiful that can sound. sound. Yeah. Yeah. And well, it's on like this topic, guy. I don't want to spend too much time on MG, but I, bringing him up, I have a question. <clears throat> Bring it. I don't know what I'm supposed to do when I hear his music come on. Like... What yeah. are we doing? Are we turning it off? Or I mean, and and there was just um, I don't know if you've seen, but uh, LSU recently did like their dance routine to Smooth Criminal, which is phenomenal, by the way. And it's like a whole 
thing, like people redoing the dances and the, um, it's like a trend, I guess, but like, that's a choice, right? It's a choice. And I feel like when people are making that choice, we sort of disregard what we shouldn't be disregarding. Even, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like I don't, I don't, I don't know how to act. Well, so Adam had put in place the limitation that like we could listen to Jackson 5 because you can't be a pedophile if you're Mm -hmm. a kid. Okay. And so that was like innocent MJ, but then like off the wall, things start getting murky where Adam wants to turn it off and I'm Mm -hmm. still grooving. (laughs) <laughs> and I was thinking that when I was watching the documentary because I thought it's so, it was sort of strange because Lionel, I felt, was very generous because he co-wrote the song with MJ. Yeah. And he was very generous to him about like almost saying like he was the genius behind the song, which I don't buy. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought, well, it's weird because I don't think you would see the same sort of narrative with like Bill Cosby. Right. Even though people still like his work and recognize that he's a legend in the comedy world, people are like, and I don't know why. And it really maybe is just like pays to settle because he settled those lawsuits, Mm -hmm. whereas Bill was in the courtroom and was ultimately, you know, Mm -hmm. do you think that's the difference? I mean, I guess maybe partially, but I I think it's also just the connection to his music is so strong for everybody on a different way that it's like when you hear it, you like don't rationally use your brain. It's just like you, you go right into your thriller moves or whatever you did when the song came out. Yeah. Whereas like nobody's sitting around watching Cosby show all the time. Yeah. Right. So it's just sort of, and even when it comes on, if it comes on, which I don't think it does, but even if you see old clips or something, you're always like, "Mm -hmm, you're now you, you're a little weird. It hits different. Yes. Like, yeah. All his behavior. Because he was mining his real life for that sitcom. Mm -hmm. It was like modeled on his real life. Whereas MJ's songs are disconnected from like, whatever the fuck. And they're so great. I mean, it really sucks. What are we going to do? What should our That's policy be? That's what I'm saying. Be? That's what I'm asking. What are we doing? I, I, I don't know the answer. It is, it is so good and it's so very upsetting. It is a quagmire though because the money that he made mm-hmm. from his music is what ca- allowed him to be able to accomplish in a criminal way what he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like is still ugh, those victims. You know when you did you watch mm-hmm. Leaving Neverland? I did. Yeah, hideous. I still have the imagery in my mind of like the terrible mm-hmm. stories that those guys told. Yeah, they and, were messed up. Yeah, for, forever. Absolutely. It goes back to the Chalchilla thing, where it's like these yeah. kids, mm-hmm. their whole life was changed, and then they we're still like rocking out to right. Thriller. That's what I mean when it comes on. It's like, okay, well, we should turn, you know, we got to turn it off. We got to switch it up. But it's such a, it's like so hard to do because of that relationship that you have to the music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, and I guess everybody has to decide what they're comfortable with. But yeah. And like, I remember there was this clip, I think it was on Colbert 
and Jerry Seinfeld was the guest and Colbert, he, you know him, he's very devout and mm-hmm. thoughtful and Jerry is much more like, Meh. and so Colbert is saying like, can you enjoy like Gosby's comedy after what happened? Mm-hmm. And can you separate the art from the artist? And Jerry's like, yeah, I can like, no problem. For some people, I guess it's just like, it's totally separate with, you're not condoning it, but like, it's not my problem kind of thing. Yeah. No, I can't. I, I, I mean, I guess people can do that. I'm just not one of them. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but when you're watching it, you can see why there's this sort of like ambivalence because he is a genius. Musical. <laughs> amazing do we know, genius. Like what happened to Bill as a child? Like, Good what question. Was his story? Because, you know, there's some, um, I don't know. There, there, there's some part of you that, um, feels badly also for MJ, like, because he was also abused. So I'm just curious, like, what happened to Bill to make him the way that he is? Right. No, and we, never like, ta- we never talk about that. I'm sure you haven't seen it, but like, Oftentimes when people talk about Bill, what they focus on is how like part of his undoing and what led to him being exposed was that he was so vocally judgmental towards black men Mm -hmm. in particular who didn't live up to his standards of like sophistication and education and Mm -hmm. hard work or whatever the perception of what they ought to be. And so he was always like, wagging his finger at them to do Mm -hmm. better. Mm -hmm. And then ultimately that's what, why the judge released his deposition and all how he got exposed. And so Norm MacDonald has this joke where he said to Jerry Seinfeld, you know, people say like what happened with Bill Cosby, like the worst part of it is the hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. And Jerry's like, yeah. And he goes, I don't think it was. And Jerry was like, why? And he goes, I think it was the raping. (laughs) And it's like, it's like this thing where it's sort of like, wait, yes, it really is. And people get sort of hung up on the fact that he was like righteous indignation and like, you know, sanctimonious about it. Mm -hmm. But anyway, the point is he was both and it was gross and we're not watching Cosby show, but no, we're not. I do think part of what you're saying is that where like you can almost see, you can connect the dots as to what happened with MJ. Yeah, and you can where see the, dis- the you're right. Wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Where it's like, that. what happened to you? What Matt? happened? Mm-hmm. You had it all. Right. <sighs> I don't mm-hmm. know. It, but I think you should watch the documentary. I'm definitely <laughs> oh, going to. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, one last story. Let me try to decide what I want to talk about. Do you want to talk about rat selfies or ruby slippers? <laughs> oh my God. Definitely. Let's go with slippers. I don't want to talk about okay. rats mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my God. I should have known. <laughs> you forgot. What is wrong with me? Oh my I God. Critter, I have a critter Kelly, problem. yeah, has a phobia that was really actually insensitive of me. I'm so sorry. We'll talk about roomy slippers. Um, <laughs> God, stupid. Dang I didn't it. think of it. 
I should have actually thought about it for you or Sarah because she has a phobia of things that scurry. That's how she describes it. Anything that huh. scurries. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I'm going to have to talk to her about that. I want to know more. Yeah, right. Well, because they're like wily and well, I don't want to go into it because it'll upset you. But okay. you just, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So evidently, unbeknownst to me years ago, the Ruby Slippers, the original, you know how there's like 10 pairs, but they're all mm-hmm. like the real thing from the movie, were displayed at the Judy Garland Museum in like Wichita or something, her. wherever she was mm-hmm. from, Missouri or something. You love her? I love Judy. Sure. Yeah. I mean, self respecting gay would not. That is so true. Yeah. She's the best. Mm -hmm. She's good. And her ruby slippers were on display, and somebody stole them. I think it was like 2003 or something. And they didn't know where they went. And it was just this mystery. And then they were discovered in like 2018. But the person that was trying to. I think the person was trying to return them for a reward. Like there was a reward for these mm-hmm. missing ruby slippers. <laughs> and then they tried to get the reward. And then the police were like, no, these are stolen. For whatever reason, like oh they God. weren't going to get the reward. Maybe they did get the reward, but I hope that's did. how they were discovered. I hope okay. so because they did the right thing. Right. I wonder how they got them. Good question. That we don't know. We don't know like okay. how they ended up from the thief to Antiquing. that person. We don't know. But because of that, discovery, they were able to figure out who the original thief was. And so he's on, was on trial just recently. Mm -hmm. And now he's like an old man. And he was like one of these heist people, you know, these weirdos that like steal artwork and stuff. Mm -hmm. He was one of these doofuses and he was already getting old at that time and was like, you know what? I just want one last heist. One last snatch. Uh-huh. <laughs> last snatch. So he takes the ruby slippers and now he's on trial. And because he's so darn old now and like on death's door, they mm. didn't give him any jail time. They were just like let, let bygones be got bygones. Just sent him on home? No yes, they did. or anything? Okay. No, it's just sort of like, you little rascal. And then... <laughs> That was it. And the the museum's glad that they know what happened. I don't know why they would be glad. Who cares? I mean, Mm -hmm. okay. But do you feel like that justice was served? Like who cares? No harm done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, me too. But that makes me want to like do crimes later. Maybe we should do crimes later. Those <laughs> Louise. Did they do yeah. crimes or were they just like on a road trip? I don't even no, know. They did cr- I think they and they yeah, they did crimes. And I can't remember that was a hell of a long time ago, but I'm pretty sure there was high Yeah, they were up the to way. no good those two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm saying if like for cuz I even said on this show I think to Sarah like it is crazy to me that more old people don't do like crack and stuff. Uh-huh. Cause like you know crack and stuff. That's so true though. Cause like why not? Right. Like what's yeah. the big deal? Uh huh. If you're ever gonna. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. yeah. I don't know why more people don't think of that. <laughs> I, I. Yeah. Cause chances are you're gonna get let go. You're right. Too old. I'm dying. No problem. 
I could see where at the end of you, because you know how they always like, man, you always imagine like, what are my regrets going to be? And yeah. I don't think like if you're, let's say 80 to nine, 80 or older, you could probably just go for it. Yeah. hundred percent. Cause who's going to get mad anyway. I'm still not like, who's mad about the Ruby slippers. Nobody got hurt. Right. Nobody suffered financially really. Right. So like, I just feel like if you're not hurting somebody and it's like no biggie. Yeah. The criminal said that the, what inspired them was that somebody had said to them, like, the ruby slippers must have actual rubies on them in order for them mm. to um, legitimize the $1 million um, insurance mm-hmm. policy, which right. do they have actual I don't think rubies? so. There's no damn way. <laughs> There's no sure way. The insurance is based on like the sentiment and like right. the cultural Judy's value. Foot. Right. For <laughs> yeah. those. That's what it's about. No. Judy's, Judy's foot. Smelling feet. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about like mm-hmm. bejeweled diamonds and rubies. No. And it is like I mean, sequins. I, and I think we need to stop making things like that valuable. That's so dumb. Oh, this is a hot take. Tell me why. Yeah. Well, cause come on. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of money in general, but like things like this make <laughs> me insane. That's hilarious. Like, Here's a shoe that's 100 years old and it's worth $2 million because Judy Garland's foot was in it. That's stupid. Oh my God. Like on one hand, obviously intellectually, I get what you're saying that like it's a shoe Mm -hmm. and calm down. We're all the same. We all shit in our diapers (laughs) (laughs) or whatever. (laughs) Right? Is that what you're getting at? Like, stop being weird. Right. But on the other hand, I love celebrity culture and I love, like, those celebrities. You know, like, how your favorite, can I share? Can I? Sure. Is your favorite celebrity Kate Winslet? I just couldn't wait to see who you were going to (laughs) say. It could have been any number. Yeah, it could have been a few, but no, I love Kate Winslet. Sure. Love her. But you, there's no item that you would be like, I would love to own that, that she touched or no. was. I mean, maybe a- like once upon a time, but I just don't get it now. Yeah. I, I just don't understand it. Like, like autographs a, and stuff you're not into. Not now. I was like in my teens and twenties. I have some of that shit still laying around. Like, uh, the Rosie doll. I have that signed. <laughs> Like from Rosie her, like, doll. Whatever it was called, I don't know. It's like a doll. Adorable. Do you remember that? No. From her show? No. No. Oh, yeah, she had like a doll, and it like had her voice box in it. It was a whole. It was like a whole thing. But anyway, I have it. Like her signed. I let my daughter do God knows what with it. I don't care. I am I, genuinely upset right now. Why? That could have been for my comedy bathroom. That's true. Well, I still have it intact. You can have it. It's all like falling apart. No, it's. I mean, she. she, she, She's. You know, she treated it well. Still, (laughs) she honored it. But like, I have a a, um, porthole from the Titanic, the ship in the movie. I could a porthole. Yeah, like I don't even fake, know what that is. Yes, a fake window. Like a window. Yeah. How did you get that? I bought it on eBay one thousand years ago. Shut. Yeah. 
Where is I it? Mean, Just in your basement? It's at my parents' house. Yeah. Kelly. I think we're in a fight. <laughs> that's like what this episode has like. Because oh, that's no, so I'm cool. Wrong. Is it? I don't know. I don't. If it, I don't know if it's even worth anything. To be honest with you, I should probably sell it. But like in your heart, though, no, don't sell it. Hang wow. it up. Hang that it is up. such a fun. Okay. okay oh, yeah, it was, it's fun decor. Yeah, it's fun for sure. It's super I just feel fun. like yeah, but it's just like why are we attaching all this monetary value to this dumbass shit when people need money and people, you know what I mean? People like people are just dying, so, Kim. Yes. Uh, <laughs> It I mean, I get ridiculous. what you're saying. Yeah, I know. I do balance it because do you, mm-hmm. did you ever see um, did you ever see Schindler's List? Um, you know, it's super intense. And at the end, you know, Schindler has saved all of these Jews from death, and then instead of like being so gratified that he could do that, he's like mad that he still has this car that could have saved however many Jews, Mm -hmm. everything he has, he's feel like a life could, right? So like, I do get that sentiment of like, we could help all these people and we're buying portholes, but but it's so, (laughs) but it's so fun and it's so cute to have in your house. On the other (laughs) hand, (laughs) well, I'm going to have to go after it and hang it up and then was it a pretty penny? No. I mean, I don't think so. I'm sure it wasn't at the time. Is there like a certificate of authenticity? Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. Yeah. And I have a script with a oh certificate my God. from the Titanic uh, movie. Yeah. I was like, I, yeah. I feel like you got in before people were. Yeah, for sure. I was I feel like that. that's your fortune. It's not though. I'm almost like a hundred percent sure it's probably not worth jack shit. You think there's just like lots of portholes? I don't know, but also is it portal or port? It's like P- there's two kinds, right? And I feel like I'm using the wrong one. There's like a portal. <laughs> that's so funny. And a it port can't hole. be a porthole. Wait, let me. I mean the windows. What? Well, that's all I'm saying. I mean the window. Let me see. Porthole. Yeah, that's the one. You said okay. it right. And portal P- is like the door that you go through to like some right. other world. Right. Like in Harry Potter. I don't want to be confused because, I mean, we're talking about the Titanic after all. <laughs> Kate might listen. Uh, okay. Well, that... I would I just... This is crazy because whenever I do this with Sarah, I always say like how I... After all these episodes and all these years, I still learn crazy things. Like I feel like that with you. 25 years after Lone Star Steakhouse and Saloon, <laughs> I just learned that you have a Titanic portal... Porthole. Uh-huh. Porthole. In your possession. I do. And you don't even care about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the most shocking part. When Why did it's not you, on display I mean, this is mostly just for me now, but like when did you decide <laughs> you didn't care anymore? Was it like a slippery slope or one day you were like, fuck it, I don't care about this stuff? <laughs> I think it was probably... I mean, I don't know if there was a moment, but I have a lot of memorabilia like that from like different I know. Things. I thought we were on the same page. We love this shit. I mean, I guess You've I changed. just- changed. I guess I have. I don't know. My enthusiasm <gasps> for it just waned, faded away. I don't know why. Was it Trump or like stuff <laughs> happened? Yeah, I'm sure it was. Cause, yeah, like I you mean, become jaded. 
Kind of. If I have to think about it, and I mean, you're really putting me to the test here, but I'm I guess, sorry. I'll take it out if you want. <laughs> no, I guess I just think I stopped paying so much attention to it when I started paying attention to um, things that matter. Things that matter about myself, though, specifically, not just like pop culture or whatever. But I think, like, well, if right, I think like about you it, have kids, and like you realize the per- you get perspective on right, yeah. I get that. I just think you can totally still enjoy it and have a hoot. Because that's how it felt like when I was with uh, Fraser Crane, um, Kelsey Grammer, mm. where it was like, I know this is stupid, but it is a hoot. It is a hoot. I mean, that is yeah. no question. For and sure. so I love that because it, there, I do think because life is so difficult and, um, well, sad mm-hmm. that... I really do try to lean into nonsense and jubilation. Yeah, if I can. I mean, find I would it. love to have a hoot with Rosie O'Donnell. I mean, I would love. Yeah, that. and her like her Rosie O'Donnell. I mean, if you posted Let's a picture of that it. and tagged her, she'd probably be into that. I don't think. I don't know. I mean, Rosie had her hand on my pants, and I mean, <laughs> I don't. Let me not make that more than it I intend it to be. Adam, get the press release going. <laughs> <laughs> I have a tattoo, as you know, on my lower back and she was looking at it. And so like, if she doesn't remember that and we can't have a hoot about that, then we're not going to have a hoot about the doll. Why do you think she did that? I mean, Uh, besides the fact that she was into you. I wish. But why? What would, why? I mean, I don't know. She, cause she was just like, let's have a look at it. And I think we know. Well, I, I messed up. Clearly, clearly, I didn't do my part. Because here, here, you I really sit. blew it. Well, yeah, because I always now I get it because you know if nobody nobody would do that unless there was fun. That's a flirty thing to do. Well, is my point. Well, it makes sense though because that's I, so I, cute. Yeah, if I if I would have known then what I know now could have worked out differently. Right. Isn't it funny though, sure. how when that stuff happens to women, when you're young, you just mm-hmm. don't think of it like that. You just think like, Oh, that was fun. Or, or mm-hmm. what was that? But yeah. it's so obvious. Damn. Wow. She had her hand down your pants. Damn. 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 Well, I love Rosie. I Are mean, you she, shout out to yeah. Rosie. Shout out to Rosie. Shout out to mm-hmm. portholes. <laughs> Kelly. Port <holes> everywhere. <laughs> um, Kelly, how do you feel like if you reflect on the episode, do you feel like it was worse, better, same as you expected? I mean, I definitely don't think I lived up to expectations, but hopefully everybody <laughs> can just uh, roll with me for an episode. Why do you think I had a great that? time. Okay. Um, but, but I don't do, know. Do you feel I think like it's different listening down? to it. I think it's maybe just, I don't know. I just feel like, oh my God, I, I sound so boring. Oh my gosh. Like a big snooze. No. No, that's what's funny, actually, is that in in normal life, I'm the weirdo and whoever I'm talking to is like my straight person, like Mm -hmm. my kind of like bounce off person. But Mm -hmm. only with like someone like Sarah do then I become somehow the straight (laughs) person who's just like, what's happening? This is crazy. Yeah. So this is actually more accurate of... Like normal well, maybe the, the listeners will have a new impression of you after this episode. I don't know. <laughs> no, 
No, I think they'll just fall in love with you as they should. And typically we do a wind down, but here's the deal. We talked about Chalchilla, which everyone needs to watch. Mm -hmm. The the guy that went out on the plane's wing, which we are pro. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What we are anti is the diaper spa. Diaper. Anti. (laughs) I'm going to do some deep diving on this though, because is it just that one place? I feel like it's a whole thing. I feel like it's probably not just that one place. I think and it's I just that know. one place. You think it's a chain <laughs> of diapers? Susie, I swear to God, it probably is. And we probably should have one. We probably should be making money on this. I mean, it. Like, how popular could it be though? Especially like in New Hampshire. How many diaper people oh, are the, there going to the spas every day? I mean, that's the whole thing though. Think about that tidbit. New Hampshire. That's where this is occurring. Not, there aren't uh, even that many people to begin with. <laughs> That's almost the most bizarre part, which probably means that lots of people are into it. That's what makes me so upset is that that's probably why I get um, scolded because everyone's like, what? We love our diapers. <laughs> it's so sad if you, I'm going to get all on this topic again, but it's so sad if you really think about it because it just comes down to care. Does it not? Like, I know. Care for me. Take care of me. Love me. I saw this guy. Mm. Uh, this always happens where like we're winding down, but then I bring something else up. But mm-hmm. I, there was this guy named Josh Harris who wrote this book that was very popular when I was growing up called I Kiss Dating Goodbye. And he was an evangelical who believed in like purity culture mm-hmm. and like abstinence till marriage, who now has wow. taken that back. And I saw him talking about how when you grow up the way we did, where like everything is off limits, then your kink becomes just like, mine's like penises. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he goes, huh. my, what, what's my kink? Boobs. Uh, uh-huh. Like pretty much anything. <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, oh, okay, that maybe okay. is why I'm so uptight and think everybody's like wild and needs to calm down because they didn't grow up in this sort of puritanical situation. Oh, that's really something to think about, I guess. I know. Food for thought. Food for thought. Yep. Before we go, uh, okay. Ruby Slippers, back in good hands and good feet. Um, if you're old, say yes to drugs. And, <laughs> and crimes. <laughs> and crimes. Low-level and crime. that's about it. I mean, Rosie had her hand on my pants is really the quote of the okay. day. Love but it. it was taken out of context, so. Uh, thank you for filling in. Thanks for, for our beloved. Me. We love you. Anytime. You're the best. What do you want to give them your handle to follow you or anything, or oh you just God, not into that? It's just at Kel Kelkins. Is it? I don't even know my handle. <laughs> no clue. You you'll find me. You know who I am. <laughs> All right, I'll tag her. You'll find her, you'll and find she's me. the best, and we love her. Thank you, you. and we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.